Welcome to Alter Your Comics Presents. I'm Alex. I'm Jared. And I'm Adrian. <clears throat> I'm slightly distracted looking around at things. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I forgot you had games over here. And I, I have games everywhere. Yeah, you do. You really do. Nearly almost every room in the house. Video mm-hmm. or a board? Yeah. Let me, they're... I don't think I don't think there. Well, I guess my tablet is in the bathroom, which might which could have games. If they I mean, don't, but why wouldn't it? Because uh, I just have games on my phone instead. Uh, and I yeah. use my tablet to watch TV while I go to the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, games. Games. <laughs> Happy Welcome games day. Welcome to Alter Your Comics and Games <laughs> podcast <laughs> presents games, games and such. Uh, but no, uh, hello everybody. <laughs> Uh, today we are going to talk about Free Comic Book Day. It's free like, Comic Book Day. You, you might have heard it once or twice. Isn't that normally on the first Saturday of May? Uh, well, okay. First of all, yes. Second of all, no one ever actually says that. No one actually knows when it is. Like, oh, is it coming up yet? <laughs> and only those of us that work there know it's the first Saturday of May. Really? Right. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, is it time for your Free Comic Day? It's the same. COVID shut it down last year. Well, it's like it's June. It just happened. <laughs> You have to wait a year. No. But yeah. Uh, but to answer the question, yes. Uh, normally it is in May. Um, it would have happened last year in May, but... <laughs> we don't talk about last year. Uh, it was the... The incident was last year, so... The year that shall not be named. The gap. Continued it was the gap year. Postponed this year's. Uh, I guess it really is a millennial thing where we took a gap year. The whole society took a gap year. Last year, like, oh, you know, I don't want to work or anything. Gap year. We're going to find ourselves bored out of our minds at home. I was going to say. I don't uh, think anyone <clears throat> found themselves except for their rage at the inside of their houses. Or their uh, liquor cabinet. They found that real, yep. real fast. Uh, but anyway, Free Comic Day is going on this Saturday, August 14th. Right? Yeah, it's 14th. Because that, that's right. Tomorrow is Friday the 13th. Yes, it Tomorrow is. Tomorrow is Friday the 13th. Or depending on when you're listening to this, today is the Friday the 13th. Or yesterday or the other day will have had been. So can I put up my Halloween decorations? Yes. Up tomorrow? Just, just tomorrow. Oh, I have to take, take them back, them back down. Gotta take back down Saturday. I'm busy Saturday. With what am a, I doing on Saturday? With a little thing called Free Comic Book free Day. Free Comic Book Day. <laughs> We're not stretching it all for time at all right now. Uh, <laughs> Did anybody get hurt this week? Did anybody move? Did anybody... What topic are we going to talk about today? Well, I didn't get hurt yet. Let's see. Uh, well, the year's not over yet, so we'll see how many more times I have to go to the hospital. I'm not dead yet. But uh, So this week we decided, hey, since it's Free Comic Book Day and I don't know what else to talk about, let's talk about Free Comic Book Day. Specifically, let's talk about the best part about Free Comic Book Day. That is the comic books. The games. The comic <laughs> books that are there that we'll be giving away that will be for free. I just take it back. The second best. The best part is usually the people, just to see everybody. Just the sheer volumes and everything. Yes. And people yes. that are out of town that visit. Sorry, cosplayers. They're it, cool to see. It reminds me of um, an interview with George Clooney on um, that British guy's show. Can't think of his name. Anyway. Gra- Graham. Graham Norton. Graham Norton. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. He said the first time he went to a Comic-Con, a con, after doing Batman, which he thought he almost ruined the franchise... He was really surprised and amazed at all, like, the the intensity of people for something that they love. You know, they would get dressed up, and they would know all these things. And I'm like, huh, yeah, that, that is really actually really cool that people love this stuff so much that they will spend a year making a costume to wear 
really just for a couple hours on one day, you know, and then they're going to do it again for the year afterwards. And I'm like, that is really cool. That is real dedication. That shows real love. And it's not just the main mecca of all of free comic or of uh, San Diego Comic Con. No, they do it for any local cons. Yeah, right. It's not just the big. You know, biggest ones, New York and San Diego. It or is, even like this, Free Comic Book Day. Right. It's not technically a convention, right? But it's a thing that people are going to still come out and be dressed up for. Right. right. It's a gathering of people who love this industry. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I say the best part of Free Comic Book Day is the people as a whole. Um, now, there are some people that like, okay, um, I only see you there for Free Comic Book Day, and we should give Free Soap Day sometimes too, but that is what it is. For the most part, though, it is pretty great. Um, I'm not just saying that because Adam is, our, is a listener of our podcast and <laughs> is also a cosplay that will be there Saturday. Hey, Adam, yes. how's it going? Yep, come see the Heroes for Hope. Yep, uh, oh, it's a good thing you weren't saying he needed the soap. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> That's where I thought you were going with that. I'm like, Adam's not that bad. <laughs> hey, after eight hours in cosplay, you get a little yeah, funky. Everyone gets a little funky. You get a little funky then. Yep. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, so the cosplayers, I think, is the best part every comic book day. Um, and. All the fans are appreciative of the cosplayers too. I think it's always cool, especially it's usually the kids. Like, oh like, yeah, there's the always there's always the annoying teenagers. Well, you're not really whoever. Like, shut up. We're having fun. Like, so right. some of those kids, you are that person, right? So it's let them be Santa Claus for that day. It's yep. fine. Like, it's, yeah. Well, don't don't be a Scrooge on that. Yeah, and I'll tell you, most even teenagers and adults and everything, they all soak up the fun and get into the joy with it too. And it's. I've never had a bad experience with it. Yeah. So. So, like I said, people are first. Second is comics. Comics. Uh, The free comics. And sale comics. And So, like, all the comics on the wall are free? Yeah, all of them. (laughs) Just come on in. Just take whatever you want. It's fine. We're not a business. We don't, you know, use that revenue for, you know, paying our bills. Disclaimer, he's being sarcastic. (laughs) (laughs) You can't see his face, thankfully. But it's full of sarcasm. That's, that's why I grew my beard, yes. so there's less face to see, so it works out. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I liked having a beard at first, but then it grew on me. <laughs> that's what you get for making fun of me, Adrian. You get that pun. Somebody hit the mute That's what you get. Quick. I'm the one that edits this. No. <laughs> Flex that power. Uh, but yeah. Hey, remember that one time there was like a podcast recorded where there was actual murder recorded? Yeah, what would be the first one to be last? <laughs> More murders happen on podcasts than you actually know fact ish there's quotation there's air quotations that fact you can't see it because again it's an audio podcast but we've really got off the rails on this one guys so free comic book day uh, just a recap real quick overall for alter you comics we're giving out over 30 free comic books uh however we're doing a limit of four per person so you have to pick and choose wisely hopefully this podcast might help you pick and choose if not oh well it is what it is we're gonna have cosplayers we're gonna have boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes and, and boxes Plus one more box of dollar comic books that we're giving when we're selling them. Not giving them away, selling them for a dollar. And then half off graphic novels as well. We're going to update our some of our clearance stuff to give away for that day to sell. And yeah, this year we are going back to the basics of, you know, we're going to have a free comic book day, focus on the free comics and other comics and stuff. We're not going to do the full touch a truck and food carts and everything yep. and all the, that stuff. The the uh, main street will not be closed down. Right. So you will be able to park in front of the store. I mean, you have to be careful with that because, again, there will be people walking around, probably. I expect the line to be super long, like it usually is on Free Comic Book Day. 
Uh, I always tell people either you camp out two hours before we open or you camp out two hours while we're open while you're still waiting in line because it's going to take a while. Mm -hmm. Unless you show up after two o'clock. Usually after two, the line's gone down and you can just come in. Now there's less to choose from, but... But there's, there's over 30 titles to choose from, so you, there's still going to be a selection to choose from. Right, and we do have some of the older Free Comic Book Day books. If we somehow run out of these, mm -hmm. be, there will be options. And you know what? When we got the preview, because just so you guys know, we all got to read all of them. We already know everything. 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 Not sarcastic at all. <laughs> uh, I, when, when he handed us the pile of, of books, the bags, I was like, there is definitely way more titles this year than we've done any other year before. I think so, too. It's, I don't know the numbers on it, but it definitely feels like it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. There, there's a lot of stuff. Because so, we were missing the DC stuff just because their shipment arrived a little later. Right. Whatever. Uh, and there were four or five books there. Four. I'm, I'm telling you, it felt like it was like 25 books in the first bag. Yeah. My plan was to read them this weekend, Sunday and Monday, mm -hmm. before we had a meeting going over for comic book day. and. I only got to like 10 and was like, this is a ton, guys. Sure. Like, yeah. Which um, is good. Which right. is good. It means variety, that there's that much stuff for everybody to read. And there, I would definitely say with this selection, there is something for everybody. Mm -hmm. You may not like every book that we have here, but there will be something here that you will like. I mean, it's there is there is something you will enjoy. Um, so with that, Jared, what is one of them that you enjoy that you think other people will enjoy? Um, I really enjoyed the, uh, Suicide Squad King Shark special edition. And there's a, actually a follow-up story or a second story arc with, um, actually dealing with Jason Todd. I'll spoil that just a little bit, but I don't think it's much of a spoiler. Um, it's the second part is also a Suicide Squad story arc, uh, but it's called Get Joker. So, Which I believe that uh, volume, that single issue actually just came out just last dropped. week, either this week or last, I want to say last week is when that, and it's an oversized issue. Um, and it's, that is one thing I will say with majority of the stuff, we'll paint with a broad brush here, folks. Freak Out Book Day, these books are usual, usually either prequels or the first parts of a series that is already out or will be out soon to help get you hyped for the main thing. Yes. But uh, if you liked the Suicide Squad movie with King Shark in it, voiced by, voiced by Sylvester Stallone himself, and he did a phenomenal job. Hey, he doesn't have to speak much. He speaks fine. Yep. But uh, I think you'll really like this story arc because it's maybe not quite as dumb of a character, but he's still that type of character as you saw in the movie so this was a fun read i'm excited to see what they're going or where they're going next with this and everything so yeah i would say my top pick was probably uh, king shark all right uh i'll go next because i'm talking already uh one that stuck to me was the bailey school kids vampires don't wear polka dots um this is an all ages book um i don't it's rated a for all ages it is a, I would say, six to ten year old reading level. I mean, it's pretty low level for that, but all ki all kids can read it. If you can read, you should be able to. Read. I mean, it's very little text inside and pretty light book, but it's an interesting story where it kind of reminds me of Rugrats, the cartoon, where it's a bunch of kids trying to figure out what's going on with this vampire thing, like this weird adventure. Now it's not as fantastical as Rugrats, but it is definitely a very similar feel to it, and the. Uh, this is a preview of the graphic novel. The graphic novel is actually on the shelf right now. So if you come in, get this book and like it, then you can just get the real whole book then too. 
Adrian, what about you? I actually went a little bit different. I'm not picking my favorites. Obviously, like the Avengers book was really fun. I really enjoyed that. The Spider-Man book was really fun. Uh, I'm going to go with stuff that I wasn't expecting to like, and I'm liking it enough to mention it here. So, Stray Dogs for me. I'm not a fan... Uh, of animals. Of animals, really. Like, that's cool. You love your animals? Fine. I'm just not like that. I That's fine. I really... Um, I was captivated, I think, by is the right word to use for this. Um, yeah, and I, I like the art. Um, <clears throat> it reminded me a little bit too much of like Disney art, you know, talking animals, blah, blah, blah. But it worked, and it almost worked better because of the content, which has to do with murders. So cute, cuddly animals witnessing gruesome murders. Okay, that's really going to mess with the way you're expecting to read this. I'd say, yeah. Uh, one thing with this, you may look on the shelf and think, oh, this is a kid's book. This is not a this kid's book. This is not book a kid's book. All. Nope. This is a teen plus book, I mm-hmm. would say. Um, and this, this the free comic day issue is a bit of a prequel of the actual series itself. There is some repeated material that was in issue number one, but it does help set the groundwork a little bit beforehand of that and set the tone. And the whole series is done now, and we'll be in graphic novel very very soon. I think we actually have issues one through five still on the shelf right now. Now, there are multiple printings of it. Yeah, uh, printings. Have, I, I saw a lot of the variant covers. And they're, yeah, they're the multiple printings, and they're all, like, horror variants, which yeah. I was sucker for that. Like, that's just cool when you take mm-hmm. a movie. Like, I'm not even a horror movie fan, but when you see the books that look like the horror movies, that's just cool to see that. I know DC did that. A couple years ago with their horror movie variants. They did that oh, for with a the while. deceased. Well, not even the deceased, just the no. actual. They did a month of like movie variants. Oh, they did like Beetlejuice yeah. was one of them. Um, they, it wasn't just horror. They did Back to the Future as well and like a whole bunch Hardy of different Boys. things. Lost Boys. Lost Boys, yeah. So they, I, like, I like it when a comic book has that mm-hmm. artistic copying or homaging, I guess, of other things like that. And that's really cool. So, Adam, you're listening. Uh, pick up Stray Dogs. I know you're a horror horror fan, so pick that up. Really catering this episode to one person. But that's okay. Uh, Jared, what up, what up for you now? Um, I was just flipping through Overstreet Guide to Collecting Comics. Wait. And it's got some pretty neat stuff in it. You I, liked it? I haven't read it yet. Oh, I'm just okay, flipping okay, through okay, it. Okay, 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 But there's a couple things that I'm really actually interested for. It's got like, what, two, three, four different story arcs plus some uh, uh, like million dollar comics listing. You know what, though? You liked Taserface and you got me convinced to give him a chance. <laughs> well, so, and, you know what? But it, Well, this, this one, it's an it actual looks, story, too. Yeah. Normally, the Overstreet is usually just like a how to price guide stuff. Right. But this has got actual stories and stuff in it and... Like, there's an actual free comic book day story arc in this that looks funny. So, I, I'm actually interested in reading this one after a while. So, that'll be one I read tonight. There you go. I know what Jared's doing tonight. Yep. And read Overstreet. Things you wouldn't <laughs> ever expect that you would be looking forward to. Yeah, I had no idea. But there you go. Uh, another one that was great this week. I mean, so, I'm going to do two for right here. Marvel always does a good job on the on free comic day they really do i agree like there have been their worst has been okay for free comic day where is that the 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 jodenheim story from like four or five seven years ago yeah it's been a while that one i think yes i would agree with you is that was their most okayest but the reason why i say marvel is a good job is because there's stuff is actual previews of what's going to happen or prelude to like okay this is actually 
setting up for to get back in the comic books to read the series when they come out. What I like is that you don't have to read it as like it's not a needed prequel. No, you can read it and it'll just add, right? But it won't take away if you don't read it. I mean, and because they are small stories too. Sure. Yeah. They are they're not the full however many pages. It is like all right, we got eight pages for a storyline. That's about it, and it is a teaser. It is a trailer for the upcoming books that are going to come mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Um, the Avengers one was really cool with the whole Deathlock thing. I don't want to give away too much, but it does seem to be similar to some ties as Loki. I'll put it that way. There's mm-hmm. the Loki Disney mm-hmm. Plus series. It seems like the comics are going towards that. Um, there's a preview for uh, the Hulk series that's coming out by Donnie Cates that takes place after the Immortal Hulk series. That that series is ending. And I'm not even a Super Hulk fan, but I really liked that story, too. I'm like, oh, I I might pick that up. Are you talking about Immortal Hulk or just this the one? The one in the... Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, both of them are really good. The Immortal one was... It was really weird. It's almost done, but it it's really good. So, and I'm not, I'm not even a huge Hulk fan. I'm like, oh, Hulk smash, that's kind of boring. But they made it more of a horror-style book, and it was pretty good. Oh, that'd be fun. So if you ha- have a chance, check out Immortal Hulk. That series has been great. But this series, like I said, it takes place after the Immortal Hulkness, where it is it is not just Hulk smash. It is intelligent Hulk doing stuff, and it was really cool. Um, Spider-Man and Venom, they have a twofer here, which um, Spider-Man, I don't want to give away spoilers, but it is... I'll just say it's upcoming for like issue number seventy five or something that's coming out on Spider Man. You can tell people he's got a different suit. It is a brand new suit. It's a brand yes. new suit. It's a brand new spider suit. <clears throat> and it, I'm. It did remind me of the one with uh, I don't even remember from what era recently though, where it was like a spider that got draped onto the suit and that's how he painted it. It was kind of a weird like his head was the middle of the spider body. See, it, for me, it kind of reminded me of the Superior Spider-Man. It reminded me of when Doc oh, Ock was sure. Spider-Man. Doc Ock. Because it has, like, it has a lot of, instead of red and blue, it's more red and black. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's it's cool. I, and it is not what I was expecting until, like, oh, okay then, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. And Venom takes place with more Venom stuff, more Eddie Brock and his son, Dylan Brock, that is the new Venom. Uh, if you have not been reading Venom series, all you know, Eddie had a son, Dylan. Dylan's now Venom. Good to go. And Oh, and Eddie is now the king in black of the Venom. Of That's the symbiotes. what I was about to say. It did make me want to go back and find the trade of uh, king in black. Because I didn't read it. Because it wasn't a, like, it just didn't appeal to me. And there was a whole bunch. Right, there right. There was a whole It bunch. went all over the place. But this story actually made me go, hmm, I should probably go back and read that. At least read the core series. The core, se- the core King and Black series. That one is what you should read. Okay. Don't worry about all the tie-ins. I mean, you can if you want to, but you can definitely get away with just the core book, which it is in trade now. So, it is in trade, so you can just do that. And it's really cool to see what's going on with Eddie. And this is what I like about what Marvel does. They put you in a place with their free comic to say, "Hmm, you know, I knew about that event, but I didn't really read it. I should go back and read it." And there is one last little surprise story it's a post-credit story i guess uh in the spider-man venom that i'll say there's a third story in here i don't want to give it away but there's a third story in this book even though it is only titled spider-man and venom uh there's a surprise so, oh the superman book yeah yeah all right all right uh adrian what up with you book <laughs> wow wow uh so <clears throat> i i know I, I you guys all know that i, I love star wars 
But what? I yeah. Surprise. You mean like the one time I had to edit out the sound of the Star Wars on your phone going off in the podcast? <laughs> you mean you're a fan of Star Wars? Yeah, yeah. Uh I like mangas. I don't know that I would ever really like Star Wars mangas. Like true true manga, manga yeah. Um but there is a Star Wars manga book. It's uh Americanized, so you le- read it <clears throat> normal. Left or right? <laughs> I wouldn't say normal. I know. I mean, I'm just picking. I mean, normal for 90% of the yeah. world, yeah. Yeah. Probably more. It's just three little lions. Anyway. Um, but I really enjoyed it. It 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 was simple. It was... The art was really fun. Um, I know a lot of people can't get past the black and white uh, of it all because it's not colored. Um, but I really enjoyed it. And uh, I thought the story could go really well. Uh, it seemed like a memory and now I'm dealing with applying the memory to my life kind of situation for this Jedi. And I like to say, this is hopeful. I mean, we were talking about before the podcast, like the current Star Wars stuff has been very hit or miss in comic book wise. I don't read it. Versus this has potential. Like, okay, this is unique enough. Yes. That is it. The way it is drawn is enough to get your interest. Like, okay, I'm curious to see what it is. Right. More right. so than the regular stuff. Like, eh, eh, eh. And recently, uh, Star Wars proper uh, mentioned something about uh, they're going to expand on their anime manga style of art and incorporating it into some other stuff, too. Uh, maybe unique stories or one-off stories. But that's I I had heard that before I read this. And so I'm like, oh, I wonder if this is kind of a prelude to what they had said before. I liked it. I thought the story was simple, clean, to the point. I know it's not uh, Skywalker, because we've talked about that before, how most people, if it's not Skywalker, they don't Check, care. Checking out, right. Right? Um, unless it's a Filoni thing, because he's doing fantastic. Or Mandalorian. And the other part uh, was the book. Uh, they had a prequel for Guardians of the Wills. Uh, also in there, and I don't know. Do you know if that's just the manganization um, of the kids' book? I don't. I'm know. not sure on that. That one came off simple, like a kids' book. The art was clean. Uh, the language was simple. Um, not too much depth, as it were. Not that kids aren't deep, but you know, very I mean. surface level story. I think. Yeah. It, I think it is. It's just an excerpt from it. Okay. Because I remember the they, they come out with like a, a kid's novelization of the Guardians of the Wills. So that dealt with Chirrut and Base. And I, I think it is kind of full circle for Star Wars, you know, more of a Japanese manga style. Like, Star Wars is a Ronin story. Like, it is it's sword fighting. Like, sure. It, it it's, makes sense that it goes back to the, the roots of that sort of like, oh, we're, well, we copied them before, so let's do it again. You know, what's even more interesting, if you take that to a little bit more of a, I don't know, meta sense, Star Wars isn't an American culture thing. Not at all. It is a global culture thing. Yes, it is. There isn't a place on the planet that there isn't some sort of Star Wars fan base. Right. And I think... I think that's pretty cool. I mean, that might be one of the reasons why I like it because somewhere in the subconscious, I know that. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it transcended George Lucas. It transcended the United States. It transcended nerds, even like sure, everybody knows of Star Wars. Now, you may not be a fan of it for one reason or another, but you still know of it, right? Like to go, you know who Sky- you know that Luke Skywalker is some Jedi, and you know the Force. 
Right. Like, now, you may not know, you know, the nitty-gritty of it and everything, that's fine. But to see such a cultural phenomenon, like, it's mm-hmm. everywhere. And it's still going strong. I mean, it was made in 1970. Hey. Yes. So, uh, I mean, for it to last that long. Right. I mean, and they continue to make more, which, of course, helps with popularity and everything sure. as well. But how many people were watching Mandalorian because of Baby Yoda? Sure. Like, like oh, I don't really hate Star Wars. It's okay. Oh, that's so cute. I don't watch it. that. And then they're like, oh, Baby Yoda's great. But the whole story itself is great, too. Like, it got the hook was Baby Yoda. And then just the story kept them in. Right. So right. good on you for Star Wars for still going strong. I know we need to we need to boost up Star Wars because their stock's going real low yeah, right now. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah they need help. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, or if we can get a little kickback, that'd be cool. But you know, uh, Jared, what else? For you? All right, so uh, Batman Book. Special Edition, uh, free, obviously. Uh, this is the first look at Batman Fear State that is going on right now. Um, it was. Fun. It gives you the the big picture of what's going on in Fear State right now, and there's also a second part to it that's uh, titled "I Am Batman," which deals with um, I believe. Uh, shoot. Uh, it, well, let's not give away the name. No, no, nope, nope, I'll a, leave it alone. It's a new person. That's Batman. Yes. So uh, yeah, Batman number one special it's edition. It's I liked it. It and was good. Pick it up. I believe I Am Batman number zero actually came out this week which is going to be a new series following that new person that is Batman as well. Yes. So this will be a good tie-in for that series and the core Batman series with himself with Bruce Wayne. Yeah, at the beginning or at the end of this, it actually says the action continues into Zero. There you go. So So it's kind of like a little prequel to issue Zero. So hopefully people pick it up and they'll come in next week after I read this and I want more of this. Yep. uh, Good on DC for doing that. Yeah. Giving us the same thing I talked about Marvel. Like, hey, this is stuff that we have coming out. And this is what you should read as well. Right. And DC's done that in previous year, years, like we talked about earlier, uh, with Convergence. Mm-hmm. I think they did it with Blackest Night, but I can't remember for sure. It's been quite a few years. But uh, I like it when they do that. Give us just a little teaser and get us excited for the series that's coming up. Right. And I remember reading that issue zero of Convergence, and I'm like, yeah, sign me up. Just, I, I'm curious. I yeah. am super curious. And yeah, yeah I won't talk it about had the some, rest of the story. It had some good stuff. And yeah other stuff but uh yeah some other ones that uh i'm looking at are judge dread um if you're a dread fan this might be one for you i don't know if it is a reprint or if it's new material but uh it looks interesting the art's good so that'd be was, one to check uh, that out one had three stories in it I think. did it yeah so um another one i'm excited for was red room uh, it's rated mature. the art's a little off-putting but it's unique it's, it's very unique yeah art. Yeah, well, I can't say off-putting. It, it when I first opened it, I'm like, "What is it's, this?" It's you know, actually it's, on paper, it, and it's not going to be for everybody. It yeah. is not a mass appeal art style. No, it is, it's not. You have to like a certain style, and you like that. It's right. that scratchy art that I always call right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it has it to has work with the story. There have been a few stories yeah. we've always talked about the Hawkeye story from a while yeah. ago. It this, worked with the story. But this looks like it would work with that. Okay. Um, there is a Vampirella book for uh, Free Comic Book Day as well. Um, I'm not sure much about it, and I don't know much about Vampirella, but that's about it. So uh, I'll go next with We Live the Last Days. Uh, avid listeners know I've, I've talked the praise of We Live. I've enjoyed it. Laura's enjoyed it. I think 
Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you read. Did you read We Live? The one with the kids? Yes. No. Okay. Um, So this one is a prequel where it takes, where it explains where these kids are from and what they're doing and how they get their wristband thing. Um, It is a great preview. It is actually original content, too, that is cool to add to the original story. That You don't necessarily have to read this to read the core We Live. However, you can read straight out of it. Um, and they said in the end, it ends with, Hey, we will have more. We live volume two coming soon, which I'm super excited for. Uh, the first one I really enjoyed because there are QR codes inside the middle of the book. You scan it and it plays music while you're reading it. That's the one. Okay. And the graphic novels still have that too. They still have the QR code. So you can scan it. And it was always perfect timing for me. Like the song would end right when I'm in, I'm done reading the page too. I was like, Oh, that's cool. So it really does set the mood in the background and everything for it. I like the extra medium of that. Like, you don't necessarily have to have music playing in the background, but it's a nice little set the mood sort of thing. Uh, I would like to see more books do that. Yeah, it was fun. Right. I know some books have messed with the AR, augmented reality, where you can scan with your phone, but then it's like, well, I just feel like I'm just reading the comic book on my phone. Marvel tried to do that with their K-pop or their J-pop hero heroine. Uh, she was some pop singer from Korea or Japan, and they added... They actually recorded actual, like, songs for this character. I can't think of her name off the top of my head. But, yeah, I mean, the, and the AR was cool, but it was very much of a gimmick. Sure. Like, it was very, okay, at a certain point I'm done doing this because I don't, I'm tired of holding my phone and trying to scan it just right to see it and everything. Versus this, all right, scan it once, press play, set my phone down. I'm still reading the comic book mm-hmm. and still having that because you're still hearing things. So that, that was really cool. Um, this... Unfortunately, the Free Comic Book Day issue does not have a QR code. I think that's a missed opportunity to show off the coolness of that, but that's okay. You could listen to us as we talk about these comics, and maybe that we'll might get be lucky. a little distracting. Dun dun dun! I'll just play that on loop. <laughs> just play him going dun 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 on loop, and that'll be awesome. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Uh, so as we live the last days, and we live as a series itself, like. This good on Aftershock for putting this as a free comic book day issue because it is great. I'm excited for the next the follow up series and good on them. Yep, good on them. Anything else for you, Adrian? Uh, we're close to our time here. Uh, the the world of Zero. I really enjoyed that. I really didn't think I was going to, um, because it it all came across as very reprinty. But there was art for something new at the end of the book. So uh, the first story was very. Um, fantastical these demons come and attack the hacienda and then the second print uh, the second story was totally a, a reprint from something from like the 70s and it was okay uh, but the new art was seemed really cool there wasn't it wasn't colored it wasn't uh, lettered or anything uh but i'm kind of excited for that and i want to pick up the the original with the the demon possessive they fight demons knights cthulhu's so it should be good, hopefully. It should be good, I hope. Uh, and before we move on to the books that came out this week, I do want to do one last big warning for everybody. Uh, there is a issue of The Boys that is in this Free Combat Day selection. It is hard R, folks. <clears throat> like, it is the most rated R thing I have read. Rated M. Uh, no, you know I'd say rated X, honestly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, is, okay. yeah. it is not appropriate at all, I think. That is a 
a odd choice and a poor choice and for them to choose that one uh, because it is the middle of a series too. Correct. Uh, it is very mature, which is fine. The series is mature. The show is mature. That's cool. But it's in the middle of a storyline. Like It's like, oh, read more in volume three. Well, what about volumes one and two? Right. No one's going to jump into volume three, especially based off of this book. Um, so I, I just have to say that the boys, if it is definitely do not let your kids read it. I don't care if they watch the show. If they're like, oh, they're 15, 16, they watch the show, it's fine. No, it is not okay. Right. No, the show's tame compared to the this. The show is way tame. This is the most extreme rated book that we've had. So definitely be careful if your kids are anywhere interested in that book. So without, without disclaimer. There's the PSA. There's the disclaimer. Uh, so now we'll move on to books that are uh, books you have to pay for. That came out this <laughs> I was going to say. Not free ones. Not free ones. Um, the ones that, you know, are, allow us to keep the lights on and do this podcast and do other things because uh, contributions made by viewers like you. Yep. And just remember that those were just kind of the highlights for us. Oh, yes. There are some great books out there. If you're a, a Avatar fan, there's a Legend of Korra. There's a Sonic the Hedgehog. Blade Runner. Yeah, Blade Runner looks pretty books. interesting. There's Archie. Yeah, I Archie. Mean, literally, when we say yeah. there's something for everybody, there is something for everybody. Yes. And so those were just the highlights for us. I mean, there's 20 some odd other books out there for yeah. Free Comic Book Day. We, we just stopped talking because we, it's been a half hour and we've only read so much of ourselves mm-hmm. and we only have so much time, folks. But yes, that so. is very much just scratching the surface of what is coming out for free, that we are giving away for Free Comic Book Day. So, Jared. Books that came out this week that you paid for, that you enjoyed. Wait, he's paying? I mean, he's For paying. mine. <laughs> I said that you paid for, not are paying for. So, uh, the first pick of mine was Eve number four. If you uh, remember yeah. the uh, ending to the last issue, uh, the robot uh, teddy bear catches up to our girl Eve. and Captain America shows up. Captain America showed up <laughs> and blew the robot to smithereens. <laughs> No, with a uh, it's, it's uh, uh, another girl that looks just like her. Wait, who I says that, I thought it was I'm, Captain Carter that showed up. Yeah, Captain Carter showed up. So, and Bucky's still there somewhere. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she showed up at the end and uh, blew the uh, teddy bear apart, pretty much, mm-hmm. and basically said, "I'm you." So now we're getting the follow up on who this person actually is. Uh, who is Eve? Um, what's what is Eve? Yeah, what is Eve? And. and What's happening because I couldn't tell reading this if there was a time jump or a location jump. I felt the same way. So they did a really good job of you can't quite tell which way they're leaning. And this issue solves that question. Right. Yeah. So, so the previous issue, you, I know Adrian before off mic, we're like, was that time travel? What's going on? Right. And I was, and when I read this, I was like, I'm glad it is not time travel oh, because sure. that would make me angry. Right. Because A, time travel makes me angry. Right. B, it's a post-apocalyptic. And right. And then how do you have the technology to do time travel within that time? Like, is yeah, and I never thought it was time travel. I always thought it was two different time periods jumping back and forth, or it was happening simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and they, you really couldn't tell by the previous issues, but they do clear that up in this issue. I like how every issue has been very it, – its talking point has been very specific. Yes. Issue one, mystery girl, world is over. Yes. Issue two. I don't even remember. Issue three, we have here's traveling. This is yes. this is the traveling. Oh right, because two kind of made up for one. Two was more of a, a prequel to one where it had how That's she it. got there. That's it. Yep. Yeah. But each issue they answer a question, 
while asking two more. Correct. Yes. Which is a great thing. Yes. I know oh, it's, they a, do, it's a slippery slope, it, it but they do It is done so well in this. It's Absolutely. really good. Uh, the issue leaves off uh, kind of like a mm-hmm. cliffhanger, like every issue has. It makes me excited for the next issue. I can't wait for it to come out. This is a um, five or a six issue mini. Uh, it I might forget. be ongoing at this point. I'm not sure. It just Uh-oh. says issue four on it, and even in the inside cover, it just says issue four. It does not say four of something. Oh. So but it may be ongoing. It very well could I be, hope it is. It very well could be a small... I'm okay if it's uh, if it's not ongoing, if it's a miniseries that's collected in one volume, because I don't want it to be like Lost, where it went for too long, and they right. started yes. watering down the product. Like, right. no, if you have your story, keep it precise, keep it good, and that's fine. Yep. I, you will continue to get my money. Right. Because right. I'll buy these issues, and if it's that good... I'll buy the trade. And then I'll You're give right. the trade to someone else to right. have them enjoy it too. Like it's a great thing that the story has been done yeah. really well. And we are four issues in and every single issue that I've come out has been one of our picks. Absolutely. Yeah. That's oh, true. Yeah. It so yeah. It's been phenomenal. So that is Eve. Number four. Or you know, just get all of them. Yeah. I wish there was a free comic book to Eve because I wanted more content. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's my selfish part. Like, no, I wish there was Oh, more. like one of the other ones. Right. Yeah. I, that would have been sweet. Like, I, a little, like a little backstory mm-hmm. or something. That'd they cool. should have had a backstory of the teddy bear robot. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been great. I don't remember who it was who came into the store, but I said, and the teddy bear is a killer robot. And he looked at me. He gave me that look like, I don't know if I want to believe you, but I'm going to buy it just because you said that. It sounds like something Mike would do. I don't know for sure, but it sounds like it'd be a Mike thing. Uh, yeah, Eve. It's Eve number four. Uh, and when you mentioned the point that yeah, every issue has been one of our picks. Like that's that's impressive. Four issues in a row. Like there's not been a lull at all. Like, it's been no. great. No, and I can't wait for the next issue to come out. Yeah. Uh, first one for me. I want to talk about uh, that is not a free comic book day book, and is not Eve because I admittedly Eve was gonna be my pick of the week too, but that's okay. Uh, is Fight Girls, number two, by AWA Comics. Uh, I know we talked about the first one when it first came out. This one is more of the same, but still different, where it is the Hunger Games of the winner, instead of just surviving, the winner also gets to become queen of the country, which is like, oh, that's extra stakes. Like, oh, to be a leader, you have to kill kill these other women, survive these torments or whatever, and then become a leader. And as leader of the country, you would probably get extra stakes. So, yeah. Uh, Is that an inside joke of the book? Because I don't know where that one's coming from. Just, 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 it'll be fine. He's going to edit it out. (laughs) No, it'll be there. I'm going to leave the silence, too. Normally, I edit out the silence. No, I want the silence to linger. (laughs) Just so you know what you said. (laughs) I I will actually extend the silence where it's like a full minute. People are like, wait, did this thing? No, it's still playing. It's still playing. No, it's it's a laugh break or a shame break, however you want to take it. But anyway. But that sounds like an interesting story. I wish I would have picked those up now. I believe we still have issues one and two. Yep. So. They were there when I left today, so. Uh, but yeah, this is, there's 10 women that are tomorrow. selected, five that are like rich, famous, and five that are just random. Like, all right, so it, there's a chance for anybody can do it. Is this following like a different uh, player, contestant? Well, it follows all of them at the same time. Okay. It's kind of like they have the floating cameras around. Because it's, it's also a reality TV show for the people to watch so you can cheer and bet on and hope for whoever. And it's like, oh, this is not just a, a foot race, too. It is a outwit everybody else and the monsters on the different planets and everything, too. I feel like I remember seeing some tentacle or dinosaur mouth come up and, like, the moment they walked into the arena, someone died. Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, and... In this one, fans of the movie series Tremors 
has, oh. has graboids in it. Oh. They, they don't actually call them that, but I mean, look at them. That's a graboid. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a graboid. So, I'm picking that one up now. Uh, but it's really cool. Where and there's there's solving a mystery too because you find out one of the contestants may not be who they said that they are. So like, oh well, that's what's going on with her. Why is she not who she says she is? And what's going on with that? And why is she so good at this fight? And it's really good. It is. It's fun. I, I'm excited to read more. I'm gonna have to check it out. That that sounds pretty good, and it looks good. And it's only two issues out, so there's still a chance to jump on it and buy it before Free Comic Book Day because once Free Comic Book Day hits, we oh, will price. I mean, with it being an issue one and two, they'll pro- I would hope that they would sell by the end of the day. It's a mini. It's o- and it's only a five issue series. Oh, that's now. not that's now, not a huge investment. They might do Fight Girls Volume Two later on. Who knows? But for right now, it's only a five issue series. Um, it's really good. AWA, more often than not, have done great stuff with their stuff they've been releasing. What's next for you, Adrian? You know, uh, I went a little simpler this week. Um, <clears throat> you guys know me. I'm not a huge fan of like the horror stuff, but the Me You Love in the Dark, I really liked it. Uh, you guys know that I've been really liking The Nice House on the Lake. But I didn't want something that was going to make me question my own humanity. <laughs> So I went with Avengers Tech On. Um, it's simple. It's an adventure. Something happens to the Avengers, and they still need to fight evil. There's got to be a solution. And it's got like this manga style of story uh, to it. And the art is really smooth like an anime. It's not really an anime or a manga. Um, it just has that influence on it. And I thought it worked really well. For the simple adventure story that this is. How would you compare it to Avengers Mech Strike? That just ended. Yes, those are two stories. Yes, they're the same, but they're not. So they it, are not the same. So if you liked one. But you if you would... liked one, you would like the other, which isn't something I like to do a lot. Because you should like it for just what it is. But they are still they're still similar enough and different enough to be enjoyed equally. Yes. 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 Yeah. Uh I what I liked about Mech Strike is that we get that Kang character and I, I have a really bad feeling that for the next year, because of everything else that's going on in the world, we're gonna get Kang this and Kang that and Kang everything. By the so. world you mean the MCU, right? Yeah. <laughs> It'll be the next five years. That's the only real world. You, you know how you long know. we build up Thanos. Oh it's gonna goodness. be the same for Kang probably. Well yeah and that's or will have had been the same will for have Kang. had been will, it's always it's always been yeah. it's been Kang all along not Agatha it was Kang all along and she and so he killed the puppy yeah uh so yeah uh i really liked it this one apparently my theme of the night is miniseries cuz i keep mentioning this uh this one's going to be a five or six issue series but like i said it's fun i love the artwork the story is simple there's no questioning of anything. Um, like with House on the Lake, it was the whole premise is, hey, what would you do if the world you know, ended? I don't know if I want to think about that this year. Well, and going back, you say that your thing's been mini, uh, miniseries. Going back to a year plus ago when we were doing the podcast with Mark, miniseries is more of original content. Like you sure. can do more within that little bubble too. Right. So you can have a more unique story. And I think that's the appeal to that. Which kind of goes to what we said, talked a minute ago about Star Wars. Even this, when we talked about, you know, the, the, the love for this industry, this is part of our culture, you know, where you can pick up 
Avengers, a miniseries, Joe Average off the street knows who Captain America is, knows who Black Widow is, knows who Iron Man is, uh, Black Panther and Spider-Man. They know and they could pick this up and just read it and have fun. And because it's the number one. Like, hey, sure, I can. it's Avengers number one. Yeah, I can read this. Right. Now, at the end of it, they'll be like, wait, why are they wearing that? But it cool, but it, that's part of the story. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because they're weaving that part into the story. Yeah. And it's yeah. its own pocket world. Exactly. And like you said, miniseries can focus on the story at hand. They don't have to set up the next story arc or Correct. anything like that. You know, So it, it is very self-contained. Or, oh, we're referencing this as seen in this other book that you know that's over yes. here. Like, no, you don't have to worry about that. Just, no. You can shut your brain off, enjoy it, and be good. Yep. What was the book with the Dark Justice League? Um, they came from an alternate universe. Oh, uh, Forever Evil. Forever Evil. And I remember reading Justice League that year, going back and reading Justice League that year. I could have sworn I turned that off. Um, remember the whole thing about being a Star Wars <laughs> fan having got the sound? Um, I remember going back after reading Forever Evil and seeing, oh, they put that that tie-in they set that up in volume one. Oh, and they set up this other thing in volume two and it's like oh yeah the way they did blackest night was really good when mm-hmm. they did the mini series that tied into it they didn't tie in every single you know detective comics batman superman they didn't tie in everything you had a a three a quick three issue mini series that had uh batman's fight in blackest night when they i i don't like it when they do a thousand times. Would, would they stop the whole printing of everything yes. just to do that? Especially when not. All, I mean, some books that it lines up fine with the storyline, but there are Others, definitely books it like it does it not. Cuts the middle of the Civil story. War. It cuts the story like we're doing yes. this, doing this. Then boom, stop. Pick up what what, what okay. happened. Right. Civil War was horrible about that. If you wanted to read Civil War by itself, you could not get the entire story. You think about it. When they had uh, Spider-Man, yeah. he revealed himself. He was on Tony's side. Next. Like two issues later, it's just like this starts out with them two fighting each other. There's there's on, no buildup right. to that or anything. There's no explanation at all. You have Out's, to read the Spider-Man yeah. storyline for that. And I, I don't like that. when they do that. Now, and sometimes it does work. Sometimes it does. War of the Bounty Hunters. But... But yes, I, I, I will agree with that. You, but I've been getting every single tie-in, so I'm a little bias. jaded on sure, that. Sure, sure, sure. But I'm saying... Sometimes it works. Yes, Not I would all agree. The time. But when, yeah, when there are major plot developments that happen outside Correct. that main book, when you only read that main book, like if we read House and Powers of X and issue five, let's say whatever's in that, was in a different side off that wasn't collected oh, that sure. volume, that's that huge. That's yeah. a huge plot mm-hmm. point. Yeah. So Civil War, uh, Peter Parker changing sides on teams that he's with and everything. Right. They did not address that. Yeah. They did not address that in the book at all. It was. They're on the same team. The next issue, they're fighting. Now, I think that's part of the problem where they need to, the editors need to collect it differently. Like, all right, it contains Civil War 1 through 6 or whatever, and parts of Spider-Man issue number whatever, just to show that. Yeah. That's on their failure to do that. Like, right. how did you not miss, how did you miss this major right. part? House right. of Powers screwed that up too because it's issues 1 through 6 and then issues 1 through 6, isn't it? I don't know. I don't. I, don't, I, I haven't looked at it. I, th- I, think I would, so. I would I think hope that they would, they would have collected it the way you were supposed to read it as it came out, but I don't know. But that point being is um, miniseries, single-shot stories don't have to worry about that. You are Correct. getting a complete story, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And keep keep those coming. 
So with that, what so, is a mini series that you enjoyed? That so came this a mini series. <laughs> this was. Uh, it's actually part one of three. So this is not a big investment, but it's done by Xenoscope, who I actually thought was out of business a couple years ago. <laughs> I didn't realize they were still publishing anything. I actually can't remember the last Xenoscope book I read. Well, that's because we don't carry them on the shelf anymore. Usually, yeah, Lots of special orders. So I did. <laughs> I felt kind of bad when I saw that. I'm like, oh, this was really good, and they're. Still around. All right. Good it for was, them. It was Mark's pick of the week, Andy's pick of the week. It was a contender for my pick of the week. Yeah. Yep. If uh, This was a close one, but Eve beat it out because Eve is so good. But, uh, yeah, this one it has a guy that is buying an old house that's just falling apart. And it's basically him trying to save his marriage and stuff like that pretty much. And he's But he does it poorly. He does like, it very poorly. He does it halfway. Like, yeah. oh, I bought this house. You know, we live together. Okay, cool. Did you stop drinking? Well, you know, I just had a drink before I came in here because I was really nervous. No, yeah. that's not, you didn't stop drinking. Though. Right. So basically she kicks him out and he goes to stay at the new house. Well, yeah, otherwise he's homeless. Yeah. So, so um, he gets up the next morning and he starts to repair it and takes a header down the stairs. And so he calls some repairmen. And then bad stuff happens yes, from there. They, it's, it may be a haunted house. I mean, judging by so, the cover. Yeah, it, it's I mean, a haunted house. <laughs> as we all do, judge books by the covers, there's like a zombie lady that's in bed with him. And... Yeah. But we don't know if she's a zombie or if she's a ghost or what, it, you know. So it's what the building up to that. Level is. Yeah. So um, he's a painter. And it was a very good first issue. I'm I'm actually excited to see what happens next. And it's only three issues. Yeah. It's not much investment. Which... For a miniseries, that's even for me, that that's pretty small for only a three issue mini. Like, right, but this issue was thirty six full pages right. of content, you know. So it's if the other two are like that, that's a pretty good size. That's still a good yeah. volume, correct? Yeah, I'm definitely like, yeah. I would I would be scared at first, like, oh, it's only three issues. That's that's not very much. Yeah, but there, like I said, it is oversized. There's a lot of content there, and there's like no ads inside too. So no, there's not. It just story. flowed. Yeah, it's called Possessive, and it's part one of three. And it is a light read. Like, yeah, it's it, not heavy. I, I mean, I read through it pretty fast. Like, yeah, I did too. But it wasn't so fast. Like, I didn't. But there was a lot of content. There, there are some books that I read so fast. Like, I don't feel like I got my money's worth out of it. Yeah. This one, I felt like cool. It was worth it. Yeah, it was. It was a good one. I I'm excited to see what happens next. Uh, for me. One that was actually my pick of the week in the, in the store with my tag was Pennyworth number one of seven, another mini series of seven issues. Um, this one though is a like a James Bond story with Alfred. I know Jared and I we've gushed the last year and a half of like oh the love of Alfred, and this is more of that where yeah. it is really cool to see him, you know, as like a ten year old. Really put Bond and love in the same sentence. Well, there's different kinds of love <laughs> that Bond expresses. So, uh, this has Alfred as like a ten-year-old, as a teenager, as twenty-something, you know, like, and then as full-on Butler of Batman out stage of Alfred, and it's really cool with him, you know, joining MI5 and doing his escapades and having his uh, secret agent partner and everything trying to do their thing against the evil Russians and everything. I don't want to give away too much because there is a lot of story in here. So it takes place during the Cold War era. It takes place during a lot of eras okay. because it is him growing up through the different time. Oh, right. Like, okay. it's not like it starts, you know, eight in for five pages, then jumps to ten. Like, no, it jumps around back and forth a lot. But they do a good enough job that it shows then, now, a different kind of now, and just by the art style, you can actually tell it's a different age of him as well. I know there's some books like, oh, I can't tell when this took place because they look the same regardless. Mm-hmm. 
this one they do a great job of looking like different time periods and everything too. Gotcha. And yeah, it's a seven issue series. I full on subscribe to it because like I need more of this in my life because this is really cool. And Adrian and I have talked about off mic before that not always James Bond doesn't always translate to comics that super well. Correct. But, but I this, did not enjoy the last Bond. This book. one was phenomenal. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's because it's Alfred, but the 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 wit that he has doing his spy stuff and like just everything was very fun and highly recommended if you're a fan of Alfred and Batman at all definitely check this out because it is really good folks so Adrian Hmm. what else for you this week that was it that was it okay that's okay you can say that's it Uh, X-Men Legends I really liked X-Men but you guys know I've been really digging on these random plot point interjections uh, since they've started um, really like that. Oh, Basilisk. Or was that last week? I think that was last. No, maybe last week. I think that was last week. it was last week. Was Legends last but week? But you were you were here last week, so that's... I know, Lord, I did not talk about that one last okay. week, so... Well, then, personal favorite, one that I ordered was the Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Forbidden West. With uh, all the covers. Cool. With all of the covers. All of them. Um... <clears throat> I've, I'm a huge fan of Horizon Zero Dawn. I, I really like the the game, and so I I made sure I got the uh, the prequel story. I think is, and hopefully it comes out tomorrow. It won't. It doesn't come out till like September of next year. Well, it depends on when you listen to this. It might be out tomorrow. But I want it. And Jared, looks like you have one more in front of you. Yeah, I just wanted to point out real quick that Batman eighty nine number one came out. This is a direct sequel to Michael Keaton's Batman movie it's down with, the road road a little bit with a slight change yeah, though they've got a couple small changes to it like two-face yeah they changed him a lot well not from the movie uh they kind of changed which actor uh in that well that was a different i would definitely not put batman 3 next to batman 2 no 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 in the original no. batman no, no, 89 no. movie harvey dent they've got it right okay so, uh, one last oh. thing I want to mention is uh, Camp Easy, the dragon incident. Uh, this one's really cool. It's dragons in a modern day setting where it, it's okay. So it starts with the deal between dragons and men. Like we like we both agreed we'll leave each other alone because dragons are running extinct, humans are running extinct. So we keep killing each other. All right, you take that land. We'll take this land. Go to separate corners. We'll be fine. They will call it this land. Right. Uh, one of the humans dies, so their kid takes over. He's like, oh, that was their word. It doesn't mean anything. They're dead now, so we're going to kill you anyway. So, of course, humanity lied. Big surprise. Broke their word and started killing. Jumps to the present, or a present-like timeline, where there aren't really dragons around, and there's this guy that his official job is, it's none of your business what his job is. He solves problems before they become problems. And one of the problems that may become a problem before it's a real problem is a dragon appears. That's you just told me the story of that Netflix uh, dragon show I like that True. I apparently don't even I like it so much I can't remember the name. Right. Of it. Uh, but this dude is like he's he's a man of the people. Like he was like, hey, I know everybody in the neighborhood. There's at one point there's a kid that goes like Popeye's chicken. And he's like, oh, you know, I never had before. They just moved in. And he's like, hey, don't you dare go there ever again. And definitely don't bring around this neighborhood because there's this family that's their chicken restaurant that's been here for decades. You know, part of, you know, the, the society and the culture, everything. Don't disrespect him by bringing that fast food garbage. 
and they it just it's cool to see like how he's so into like he wants to build really build up his neighborhood while working for the mob right so it's like oh it, he is a good dude working for a bad company or organization i should say but it's really cool to see him try to figure out how to you know dance that line of i'm trying to do good for everybody but also i i work for the mob um but then like i said there's this dragon that shows up we don't really see much interaction but he's like Ah, oh, crap. I don't have to deal with a dragon now. And from the dragon's point of view, what you see in here, like, no, the dragon has every right to hate man. Like, you know, driven to extinction, killing everybody, always betraying their word and everything. And it was really cool. I definitely recommend it. It's a brand new series. I think it's, is it by Aftershock? Yes. Uh, which have been upping their game for me the last year or so. Like, I've I've enjoyed more and more of their stuff. Before, I was always image books. Like, all right, cool, image, I'll read it. Now it's starting to get the point. Okay, if it's Aftershock, I'm going to check it out. So this one's really good. I believe I subscribed to it as well because it's a, it's a freaking dragon in the modern world. That's cool. So that was kept easy. The Dragon Incident, I believe, is the subtitle. Mm-hmm. So with that, Adrian's out of books. Looks like Jared's out of books. I'm out of books. So we'll get to the part that Jared forgets about every oh, week. Oh, crap. Ah, frack. There it is. Oh, you both forgot about this week. All right, cool. It's a twofer. Oh, shoot. Uh, and that is our Heroes of the Week. Be it the comic book characters or otherwise, all the first to buy you both the time. And I'm going to say it is going to be our cosplayers. It's going to be my Heroes of the Week because they'll be here helping out, helping us out on Free Comic Book Day this Saturday. Full costume, like you said, with the fandom and everything. So... I'll say our cosplayers keep on keeping on and making cool costumes because I don't have time nor ability nor skill to do so, but I can admire your work by saying good on you. There have been a couple of videos that I've seen online that I'm like, yeah, I would love to make the gun from overwatch or, you know, the gun from whatever. And it's like, Oh man, that's, it's really cool to watch them be made on a video, but I don't know if I have the time or the ability to do it. Especially when they're like nerf guns too. Like it's not just a right. like, oh, it actually shoots something. Like even as just nerf, like that's just fun. So who is ready for their hero of the week? I already did mine. Actually, I'm going to use. I'm going to steal from our conversation earlier. Uh, Ted Lasso. Uh, I've, I've, we watched uh, that whole season, the first season, and we're going to wait for season two to come out in its entirety so we can binge watch it. But there's something about him. Uh, that I wish more people had in the world. He's very easygoing. He's very forgiving. Um, he accepts people for just who they are. And he wants the best version of you to come out. I would say he's also annoyingly positive. Like, if you're trying to be a curmudgeon, he will be so positive that you can't help but be positive. The episode when he write, when he eats, uh, he spends the day with the, the, the writer the yes. newspaper that was by far my favorite episode uh especially when the writer says against all hope you you can't help but cheer for him mm -hmm. like you think he's gonna fail but you can't help once you know him you can't help but think like i want this person to succeed because they are such a good person right so ted lasso the fictional character is your ted lasso the fictional character which ironically came out as a commercial in europe they were making fun of something you have to look it up uh, Ted Lasso, the TV show, is not the first appearance of Ted Lasso. Nice. It's a commercial. I'm okay with this. <laughs> All right, Jared, we All buy right. as much time as we can. Yep, you bought me enough time. Um, I'm going to go with the writer of Eve, actually. Victor, <laughs> if I'm butchering his name, just ignore me, Laval, 
Laval. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Victor, LeVar Burton. There you go. Uh, Victor <laughs> Laval. That, that, that's someone else there, buddy. So he's writing a heck of a story, and I wouldn't mind seeing what else he's got out there and seeing if anything else is just as good. If anything is half as good as what Eva's been, then it should still be great. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to say that's all, folks. Uh, it's free comic book day week. We're going to be super tired and busy on Saturday, probably. Yep. Maybe come out and see it. us. Yeah, you should come out and see us, or or just come out and see us anyway. Like, there's no war about it. Like, yeah, just come out and see us. Like, no, just go. You should come out and see us at minimum. At best, you should come out and see us and buy some of our recommendations and tell Mark, hey, they have a good podcast. Keep up the good work. That's right. I'm promoting our own thing within our thing, because why not? So. Uh, that's all, folks. We'll see you next week with probably a, a free comic day recap. Would be my best guess sure. at this rate. This will be one of the, like a few times we're going to predict our actual podcast on air of what we're going to talk about next week. You know what we should do? What Get a catchphrase. Do well that too. We should record like just fifteen minutes. Like we should all stop our jobs. <laughs> we should all stop our jobs in the middle of Saturday. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And just record something. Yeah. For like 15 minutes. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure that'll be fine. <laughs> I'm sure no one will have a problem with anything of that. Not not a single person would have Mm-mm. a problem with that. Not one. Yeah, person. we'll shut the registers down just, yeah. just to do that. Yeah, not one person will have a problem with that. A lot of persons will have it, but not one. <laughs> a lot. That, that, that's the that's the catch with that one. Hey, we're right. Not one person. Not one person. No. Nope. As many ones. But that's okay. That's okay. So, we'll see you guys next time. And, yeah. Adrian needs a catchphrase. I need a catchphrase.